Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, uh, we've got a really neat show today because we're going to be talking about living brightly and pregnancy and baby loss, how you live brightly after that and how our guest has done that. And we're going to give you some amazing resources for yourself and for friends who've had a pregnancy or baby loss. We're going to talk about pregnancy and baby loss. And our guest is April Boyd. April is a psychotherapist. And I think she was inspired to start and create loss, the Loss and Love Project out of, out of her own loss. She had a daughter that died. And uh, today she supports women after loss of a baby or pregnancy. And she's got an incredible website and a lot of amazing material that is accessible 24-7 to anyone out there that struggles with these kind of losses. So welcome to the show, April. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad to be here with you. So wonderful to have you on, and I just love the things you're doing to support people who've had a pregnancy or baby loss. Now, your, your little baby died at one day? She did, yeah. So my this is kind of really how I got into um, the work that I do. So I had been a private practice therapist um, and had been working in the field of social work and therapy uh, for about a decade, and I had a healthy pregnancy, everything was fine. Um, so it really came completely uh, by full surprise when my little girl passed away. Um, wow. She was only eight hours old. To this day, no one's really been able to kind of fully explain, you know, what happened or why. And from that point there, I really just learned firsthand <laughs> how to, um, survive this life after loss and I really had to kind of put my walk my talk of I had been working in this field mm -hmm. of helping people through all kinds of trauma and tragedy and change um, but I really had to live it and I think you know it was funny because at that time I remember people saying to me you know in some ways you're going to be able to get through this you know pretty well because this is the work that you do and I remember at that time just wanting to laugh out loud because I was just, you know, thinking I, I get good intention there, but that's also ridiculous. I had not been prepared. There's no such thing as being prepared to or trained to survive the loss of your child. Yeah. And at the same time, it's been funny as time has gone on because I've come to realize in some ways there's been some pieces of truth in what that person had said, mm -hmm. but not necessarily in the way that you might think, right? I mean, I certainly knew what kind of coping strategies to do right. and all of that kind of stuff, you know, and all the things you're supposed to do. But I think one of the things that my work had really taught me and my clients had taught me that I was so grateful for was I knew how huge this was. Mm. I knew that this was that before or after moment in my life. <laughs> I knew that I was going to be changed by this. And so, and I think, you know, that that's what my work had taught me by, you know, having the privilege of intersecting with so many people and on the tragedies in their life that I knew to really stop and give this my full attention, right. And really just make my healing my priority for a long time, which is what I did. I love what you just said. Stop and pay full attention this does bring up a lot of stuff for me because uh it is interesting 
how when you know losses happen to us we have to we, we have to think okay what are we telling other people to do mm-hmm. and you, know, you can read all the time about pain and suffering after the death of a family member but until you've experienced it you really don't get the depth of what clients are going through you you finally say wow i get it i understand what it's like to not know how you're going to survive i mean when my brother died i absolutely said who am i without him in my life what do i do where do i go i was i just i didn't even know how to function um so i think it gives us a whole nother it gives us even that much more insight into the experience of loss. You know, I, I remember thinking I had, because I was working on a surgical unit and worked with a lot of death and dying. And I remember thinking, I've got a roadmap. I know where I'm going, but I, could, I still took the yeah, trip. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I've got the roadmap, but I still have no shoes on. I, it's dark out. I don't know where I'm going. It's scary here, right? That was right. Exactly. Fun. You still take the trip. So tell us mm-hmm. about um, your what you've done. Your- so my hope for the Love and Loss Project was I really just wanted to share some of the things that I found was working for me and working for some of the other people I was supporting, and I just wanted to make that available to really as many people as possible mm-hmm. because I certainly shocked to discover firsthand how incredibly isolating, how incredibly disorienting and just the devastation of this. And so I really wanted the Love and Loss Project to serve as this landing place mm-hmm. that people could come to really just know that they're not alone, but also get some really practical things. And, and I really believe in the idea that, you know, if you, if you are listening to this, you know full well, right? If you've experienced loss in your life, you know that there's nothing that's going to take the pain of what you're going through away. But I really wanted to be able to create things that I felt would make the pain a little bit easier to get through. Um, and that would really also give people um, this acknowledgement mm-hmm. and and validation in a way that you deserve to do this. You need to do this, and this is so worthy of your care and time. And so, I so if I come to your site and I say I just had a pregnancy loss or my baby died, what am I going to find? There's a few things on there. So, when is the baby loss survival guide? which is a combination of videos and workbooks that really people can do just at their own pace and just soak up that little bit of guidance um, bit by bit and really um, bite-sized kind of ways of moving through some of this. Um, And the first uh, module of that, for instance, is helping guide people through a process of getting really clear on what is your reason for surviving this. And because for me, that was, I think, one of the things that made a really big difference for me is I was able to really know what my reason was, was for turning to life, right? And so that is really the beginning. What was your reason? My reason was, it was really strange in a way, because it just hit me the one day. I had gone through this period where, you know, and I think we all kind of relate to this, that I was just black. It was just black and empty and we're in that limbo state where you're kind of not quite alive but not quite dead. If I stay in this dark lifeless place 
the story that will be told about my little girl and my circle of friends and family will be that April was fine until Nora happened, mm. until my daughter was born. And that just hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> and I was like, you know, there are so many things that I am not going to get to do for her. There are so many things that I'm not going to get to experience or parent for her as my child. But I can protect her from that one thing. I can protect her from, you know, with really well-intended circles of friendly friends and family. I do not want my daughter to be blamed for the fact that her mom's now a hot mess. <laughs> I do not want to put that on her. So that was kind of my, that's what I committed to. I said, okay, I don't know how, right? At that point, I, you know, it didn't come with a sense of confidence or even a whole lot of optimism at that point. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew so, that. But you were going to celebrate her life, it sounds like. Yeah. So my, um, my goal in that was to create a legacy of love for her. Ah, I love it. A legacy of love. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. And, and you know, in creating a legacy of love for Nora and, and in creating this project, you're also validating and acknowledging not only everybody else's losses, but your own. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've heard so many things, as I'm sure you have, when people have pregnancy losses or loss of babies, things like, well, you didn't really know them. Well, at least they were only, you know, here for a, a few hours. Well, at least you can get pregnant. Well, you can have other kids. Well, you're young. I mean, all these things that are not helpful. In fact, they're, they're insulting and they really do minimize what we've had. And like you said, you, you did know Nora. You had nine months with her. And, and you not only grieve her loss, but you grieve the future, everything mm -hmm. that you weren't going to have in the future. So I love that you created this positive place and space for her to be remembered and pay tribute and to help other people. But the baby loss survival guide, you can really do it over as many times as you need to. Um, I've had women that, you know, send me an email and say, you know what, I just, I want to redo the whole thing again. You're like, it's all just sitting right there for you. So you can go back anytime you want to. And we all know that there's also just those times where you really do need some space and to move through things really slowly. And so it just is there and available for whenever you want to go and just click that button and connect with me in that way and receive some of my support and strategies and, and um, ideas for you to help you through this. That's just sitting there right on your computer or on your phone. Um, because that was really my hope is that I really knew what those kind of 3am in the morning moments were like, <laughs> right? Where you just, when you need it, you need it. Um, and the other thing that I have that I also, um, that I love that's on my site is actually, it's a free two week healing guided experience. Mm -hmm. And so what that is, is people can just sign up for that or direct their friends there and it doesn't cost anything. It's just every day I deliver a video and a little, um, little bit of support to people's inbox every day. It just kind of gets mailed um, to them directly. So one of the things that I encourage people to do that if they are um, already seeing a therapist that they've got a great connection with, or if they're already part of a group, um, some of the women that I support and do this program will kind of just take the tools in to, and share with their therapist. Here's what I'm working on. Here's what I'm doing just to make sure that it really goes on with flow. But everything I'm offering is just, it's really gentle and it's really practical. 
Um, so my hope and goal is that it would just really integrate with anything else that people are doing. Heidi, I love that you could take it in. Wouldn't you love somebody to come in with some ideas who's uh, kind of self-energizing? Absolutely, and I think it's healthy for them. Because mm -hmm. I think after a loss, you feel victimized. You feel like something's been done to you. You feel very disempowered. And to have some concrete thing that you can work on is very empowering. Mm -hmm. I, th I think grief therapy is a little different than uh, some other psychotherapy because it, the silences, you know, in psychotherapy, oftentimes you're silent and wait till the client brings it up. But people want some answers when they've had a loss. I mean, you know, they, they want somebody to really hold their hand. They say walk with your client, but I think sometimes Sometimes with a loss, they want they want you to symbolically really be connected and talking to them. I don't know. That's my thought. Yeah, I think of the idea of bringing a flashlight, right? That when you're in this dark, awful place and you can't see the next step before you, it's nice to have somebody that's been there before, right? Might be a slightly different road and different experience of that. But I kind of think of it as, you know, you're kind of just showing up with a flashlight and some snacks being like, all right, do, do you need me here beside you here today? I love that analogy. Flashlight yeah. and some snacks. Well, listen, you certainly do that. And I would like you to tell people how to find your site. And also, um, it seems like it would be a great thing to give a friend who'd had a miscarriage or whatever your program. Yeah, I honestly feel like that's one of the most useful things that people can do when they have a friend and or a family member who's gone through something like this is really just send them a link, right? That's just because often during that time, people don't have the energy, you know, to be able to kind of go and do all of that digging that it takes to even know what your options are. So I think that's a really kind and useful gesture to just um, send them the link to the free program even that they can sign up for. All right. Well, tell us how we find you. So I'm in a few different places. So I'm, my website is at lovelossproject.com. Um, I also have a Facebook group that people can join and connect with other women who are also walking the same walk that they are. Um, and I'm on Instagram as well. And I do have free monthly retreats, uh, virtual retreats. So I do create these um, workshops once a month that people can come and listen in on, just kind of cozy up with their slippers and a cup of tea and receive some support with me that way too. How great, virtual retreats, I love it. Well, you are the new woman and thank you for bringing all of these wonderful resources and thank you for bringing the spirit that you've brought and I know that you do a lot in Nora's name and keeping her spirit alive and thank you so much for showing and you certainly do live brightly thank you and thank you for this opportunity to share her story and to talk with you thanks april and i agree with my mom and i love that people can find you and they don't even have to get out of bed to do it because grief takes a toll on us and you're there for them 24 7 to give them hope so thank you so much thank you and thanks, everybody, for uh, watching our show today. And Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please visit us at Open to Hope and lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless.